That was Crash Maps by Juice Falls. If you enjoyed that song, please wait until the end of the podcast and you can listen to the full song in its entirety. You can also download it at bandcamp.com. So now on with the episode. Hi, this is Nick Savini from Savini Comics. We are here to present tonight Pints and Pages. This episode is going to be about Loki. What happened in episode or episode, what happened in season one, and uh, what to expect in season two. So, as always, I'm Nick. I'm Brad. I'm Levi. And we are going to present to you Loki. So, has everybody seen the trailers? I've yes. seen the trailers. Yes. Or at least, to my knowledge, I've seen all of them. I don't think I've seen them all. I think I've seen one or two, maybe. Maybe yeah. some behind-the-scenes stuff, but I haven't seen them all. I've not seen anything behind the scenes, so... Yeah, there's, that... like, a little rock... New Rock Stars does a little, like, shows this thing. It's almost, it almost looks like behind-the-scenes because it's got the little clipboards. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I haven't seen that. You, yeah. You'll have to inform me about that. Yeah. I don't think I've watched those either. Oh, okay. I'm thoroughly amped for yeah yeah for season two next week yeah we this week. levi and i cheated a little bit we watched we watched the last episode of season one today yeah while we, we were at the house so yeah i seeing that i'm i'm definitely curious to see where we go obviously and I'm going to say now, spoiler alerts, I imagine if you see season two, you already know that you should watch season one, but I'll still say spoiler alerts. Um, when uh, Loki jumps back in, or gets pushed back into his timeline by Sylvie, or a timeline, we're back in a spot where Kang is ruling the TVA front and center. It's not he who remains hiding behind the... The three, uh, what were they called? The, um, the timekeepers, the timekeepers, thank you. Um, he's not hiding behind those, so we're pushed back farther, not necessarily farther, but I guess in a different timeline to that. Mobius and B15 don't remember him at all, don't know him at all. So I'm curious to see how that goes. If you've seen the trailers, you know that he's time slipping. So he's jumping back and forth in his own timeline from future to past to present, however you interpret present, I guess. Do you think potentially that he was in the right universe, just a different time? And maybe that's why, uh, you know, they he, Mobius clung to Loki so hard because he knew he's like, he's already been, he's seen me in the past. Like he's just been waiting. For the whole circle. So basically, like, Sylvie sends him back. Maybe she sent him back to the right, like, the same timeline. The same universe, universe, um, but earlier in the timeline of the TVA. So he goes up to to Mobius and he's telling him, like, hey, man, this is all the crazy shit that happened. Well, this event takes place. He probably slips out of time. Which uh, is, I guess, kind of going to be a spoiler because he's time slipping. That's his issue. Um, so maybe he told him this. It's a small scene, you know. It's not very long, and he slips right the hell out of time, you know. 
And then Mobius keeps that in the back of his mind. One day a Loki prevent, presents himself and he knows like, okay, I got to do this to set this whole course in this big circle to make sure everything keeps circling again. You know what I mean? Like almost like a, I mean, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, no, I time travel gets weird. It, it, it gets to get weird. It gets weird. And and what I had discussed earlier today when we were watching it is the importance of this whole season to me to the remaining MCU to this phase. Oh yeah. To like these phases, uh, like current and upcoming. This whole, like, it all, to me, it all hinges on Loki season two. It brought it in. Like, because season one brought this phase four in. Yeah. And, and it, it just, it like, we needed to. I mean, they're, they're talking, I mean, they're talking TVA being involved in the Deadpool movie. So they're going to have to tie it into that somehow. So obviously, like, at the end of this season, the TVA is not, not disbanded. They don't get rid of the TVA because supposedly they're a big part of the Deadpool movie. And I I think different timelines and different universes are going to be a big part of whatever they decide to do with Doctor Strange moving forward, especially with him. He's almost jumping universes and not timelines. And Loki... Multiverses. Yeah. And Loki and Deadpool are messing with Time yeah. and not really jumping universes. But they're messing time, with timelines. But at the same time, messing with time, I feel like not that it would cause the same thing as an incursion like in Doctor Strange, but I feel like messing with time enough could probably fuck a lot of shit up. Yeah. Yeah. You know how like in Doctor Strange they talk about incur multiverse madness specifically, they talk about incursions with the right. universes colliding. I imagine timelines could probably do the same thing fuck shit up yeah yeah it's it's uh, it'll it'll get interesting i think that's essentially what dr strange's incursions are is that that is that's that, what that was the representation the of what happens when those incursions happen so we see it you see it on the map like they kind of give you that right well, you see it straight up in the minutes isn't like miss minutes is explaining uh, it yeah and she's like, they can intersect, and that's a you know a no go kind of. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think uh, Ms. Minutes plays a, a seems to play a pretty prominent part in season yeah. two. I well, know, yeah, because season I don't know two she goes back as b- before he even created half the crap. Like she's been around since his beginning. Yeah, well, I was gonna say I think she's a temp. Like I think she's a being of temporal. Energy. Yeah, it's kind of the And he basically harnessed her, not harnessed her, but by his experiments, found her or created her or whatever the fuck. And she has helped him figure out more of it, thus creating his machine, creating into the TVA. Well, if you look, she's all orange. And everything, a lot of powers kind of reflect back to the Infinity Stone. So that would be the Soul Stone, implying she has her own soul. Potentially. So I did, I did see a funny thing on TikTok. It was like, you know, um, Thanos said he, when he snapped the, when he um, got rid of the stones, they were smaller than atoms. And then in Quantumania, when you're in the quantum realm, you see these six different characters, all of the different colors of the 
infinity stones. And people are like, hey, are those now the infinity stones? Because <laughs> there was these little, they're yeah. all the same race of like, if I'm not seeing Quantumania first off to say this. I just saw this on a TikTok clip. I need to watch Quantumania. I know I'm a piece of shit for not seeing it yet, but having to deal with Kang, you know what I mean? But, um, I saw that and it made me laugh. Just put that out there. Yeah, Kang. Kang being. I don't even know if Kang is the villain. He'd have to be the villain still of this one. What which yeah. Kang are you talking about? Because we already killed He Who Remains. Um, and if, I don't know the other the name of the other three that were in the end credit scene of Quantumania. I'm really bad at them. There's the Egyptian Pharaoh one. Yeah. And the two others. Okay. Yeah, but what you missed in not watching Quantumania. I know. I is that Kane gets thrown and he gets brought out of the quantum realm. Like him King the Conqueror does. Okay. So he's in a timeline. I don't think we get told which one, but he gets thrown back into a timeline because Scott Lang throws him then, right? He throws him out of the quantum realm to save Wasp. Yeah, it's see, that's what I'm kind of confused on how that one's going to play out. So, but Kang's got to be. So I don't know if that's going to affect some of Loki season two. They don't seem. It, it seems from the trailer that I have seen and and hearing people talk about it, it seems that like Loki season two is very um, self self like it's it's isolated. It's almost, yeah, it's like self enclosed. It's like I think it's gonna be self contained within itself. Well, let me rephrase that. Season one technically isn't self-contained within itself because the effects of that is what causes the ability for us to jump multiverses in Multiverse of Madness and in No Way Home and shit like that. Because of the fact if the if the timelines aren't opened up, then our characters can't jump out of their timelines without creating a branch and for our well, see, that's interesting, and and I get like. Well, I, I guess I'm saying that as in I don't think looking at it as in our MCU has all been directed by Kang, technically by the logic of Loki season one. He has created every step that has led up yeah. to the end of Loki season one, which means he created that timeline. Correct. Which means without him dying, you can't get the rest of. Phase four, phase five, and everything else, because otherwise he would still be causing the time loop to keep going. Is the way I interpret that. Yeah, I wouldn't say I don't. I think that No Way Home opened up the door for Doctor Strange. I don't know how Loki is involved in that. I'm just saying that based on the fact that he killed He Who Remains, which is the one that was keeping everyone's. All the timelines yeah. interlined into one. That's why I'm saying Loki season one, while it doesn't directly jump into uh, multiverse madness or No Way Home or anything like that, without the events that happen in that, I don't think you can have anything else because otherwise, technically, by 
what is stated in Loki season one, the TVA would approve those timelines by jumping to other multiverses and causing all this bullshit is the way I interpret it. And I could be wrong. I'm just saying that. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It could be. I mean, you think you have to have season one to have everything that's happened after it. Yeah, probably. Probably. I just don't. And then season two will be interesting to see where they go and how it affects everything else moving forward. But see, even that, I just don't. Well, I mean, I guess. I guess. I didn't think that. And and I get it. Yeah, I, I mean, you look back and you if you want to connect them, that makes sense. I just but I don't that, see how. I mean, I I I don't. I think no way home. I think no way home opened up the door better than Loki did. Oh, I can agree with you there. It opened up the doorway to see multiple universes. I think it showed us what could happen, but I wouldn't say it opened a door. Necessarily, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I can agree with that. It gave too. us a spotlight. It shows us. It shows us what's gonna happen to our characters when this goes down like this. But as far as opening the door, that one would have to still kind of stay with Loki, I think, because they actually explained it. They broke down right the entire details of yeah. how it all worked. Yeah, Loki did a better job of explaining. And Spider Man's like, ah, shit, and fucking people coming from the sky that don't know me, but are villains. I was gonna say familiar sometimes. All Spider Man <laughs> did was like you kind of yeah. all of a sudden. Um, what's his name? The nerdy kid, Ned. Ned was like, I want to see Peter Parker or Spider Man, whichever one he says. And all of a sudden, here's Toby Wire, and here's the other one. Yeah, but he he did the whole he messed with the stone, the yeah. time stone, right? He didn't mess with the time stone. Doctor Strange uh, made a spell to try to fix what Peter was wanting yeah, to fix. With he this. wanted everybody to forget who Spider Man. He wanted Spider-Man. to forget the. Uh, I'm bad with the names of the different movies. The one with Mysterio, he wanted everyone to forget yeah. that he that Peter Parker was Spider Man. But he's terrible at wording questions. Kept and interrupting so the spell. He interrupted which, the spell and broke that whole thing off. Which also, if you then uh, again, shout out to New Rockstars and all those all their channels. Um, they broke it down when that movie came out. If you look at it, Peter interrupts five times. There's six interruptions. In Doctor Strange's spell, which means, which he, Eric Voss, theorized that uh, Doctor Strange was already including himself as someone that would remember Peter, which is already tampering with his own spell. Granted, he was doing it. That's where the tree came from. Yeah. The tree, there was five. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't six villains, there was five villains in a tree. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah. Sorry, just fun fact. And, like, I see see the two as... And and maybe this is just my weird mind. I see the two as completely separate, where No Way Home and Doctor Strange are multi-universe. I see Loki as a singular time that just got sold. It's a singular timeline, but... And he does say multiverse. 
you know, I had all these multiverses. He says the multiverse, you see the, which we watched the last episode, you see the timeline start to branch out before Sylvie ever kills him, first off. Um, but also the fact that um, they bring it up multiple times throughout the season that there's the different variants coming from different timelines, which would mean different universes. Different universes. The different timelines are the different universes. Yes, yeah. yeah. It's just the team... The same way a variant, it, like they're looking at the timeline as in what we know the MCU as everything up until Endgame. Yeah, and that everything after not, I'm I'm putting this crudely, but everything after Endgame, anything that's different that happened after Endgame is essentially a variant. Loki grabbing the uh, Tesseract, the Tesseract, and teleporting out yeah. of there. Um, someone else. Sylvie, just being Sylvie, creates somehow... I still don't understand how they explain how Sylvie being a female Loki creates a fucking cane. That's the only part of that series I don't understand. What do you mean? So if you go back to their... uh, If you go to the episode where they uh, show the flashback where Sylvie gets pruned, every time they prune a timeline, essentially it's so that... uh, With the way that He Who Remains explains it, he is keeping the timeline in one order so that way no other yeah. variants of him rise to power. Right. How is it that a female... All they show you is Sylvie, as a female Loki, playing with her toys, and all of a sudden the TBA comes in there and proves her timeline. Why? And I don't know if it's necessarily because it's female Loki, but they don't necessarily explain ever why her timeline got pruned, whether it's because of her or something else that happened in the timeline. And my brain goes to because she's a main character, it's because she's a female. Not because she's a female Loki, but it has something to do with her. The thing is, is her timeline was getting by before getting pruned long enough for her to be a female for a while. That's why I said I don't think it necessarily has to do with her being a female. I was like a child. What her thought process changed while she was sitting there playing with her toys. Something in her thought process. She had a simple thought because that's all it takes to get. Pregnant. I guess yeah, yeah. I all guess you have right. to do is have a thought that, and basically what it was is she was not going to act like any other Loki. Oh, oh. Okay. She was never going to act like any other. Loki. I guess I didn't yeah. catch. I didn't so, catch that. Essentially, yeah, because she still had the same that last name. Yeah, like she was just, yeah, and she was just a half Ross giant. (laughs) Yeah, I, I just, I guess I didn't, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't consider the fact that it could even be a single thought that could change a timeline. She kind of went, I was going off of actions. But that's the thing is, like, the instant Odin walks up and sees a girl that the timeline would have been pruned there like why did she make it into being a toddler you know i guess yeah because this whole thing is it's the he's the son of the frost it'd be like the minute they had it before even the battle of you know with the frost giants yeah female you would have thought would have triggered it the next event oh it's a girl so that's supposed to be a girl yeah, I it's know. not put there. So I, I, I don't know. About it that way. Yeah, it's the same. Also, at the same time, and I'm going off Norse mythology, Loki has always been a... No, he's always been portrayed as a male, but because of his shape-shifting and its ways, 
he's also been portrayed as a transgender person because he he swaps between genders constantly. He swaps between sexuality constantly. So I guess you could kind of put that into the MCU terms. You know what I mean? That technically, by I mean, maybe that, you know, yeah. that Athena wouldn't cause necessarily a nexus event or a TVA pruning, but it's something like you said, a right. thought in her head that happened. Luna's Pints is a craft beer and wine spin on the classic arcade. Located at 422 East Broadway in beautiful downtown Logansport, Bonus Pints is the anchor of the bonus building on the corner of Broadway and Fifth Street. They have all your favorite classic arcade games and both classic and current pinball machines. Every Wednesday is trivia, and every Thursday and Friday there is live music. Come and bring your friends the food, the music, the games, and the people. There is something something for everyone at Bonus Pints. I'm, I was just going off that thought process. Um, Maybe it just takes that long to go through prune timelines that, like, some of them... It's like, very like, efficient, like, though, all the every other time it pops up, they're like, if it is that long, it's go time. Sorry, I didn't get the table. I'm fucking shake shit. But it's go time. But yeah, I I don't know. Or maybe they are allowed to kind of grow for as long as they want until they cause a problem, go above that line. So because uh, Dad and I watched the last episode and I watched the first two episodes before that, like a week ago or something like that, you see on their charts, there's a red line. So yeah. they have a specific in it. Well, yeah, but and if you go off that line, it's flat until they start really screwing stuff up on purpose. So before it would seem well, as though there's like only one. Yeah, like, I get. I guess maybe they. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. They would have been pruning at a certain point. That could have been. Well, she's perceived to be like three thousand years old, by the way. I don't know if you... That's something that's not been spoken about. She's been, she's been fighting the TVA and doing that for, like, thousands of years. That's the one thing I don't understand, is how long has she been doing this? Forever. Because I I know the comics don't necessarily yeah. iterate in, but I've not seen any written material or any comics no. or any articles. Or she's anything. lived outside the walls of time, time jumping for a very, very, very long time. But I guess I'll uh, just be a jackass. How can you say it's been thousands of years if she's outside the time? You know what I mean? If she's I mean, outside the either way. I just be a re- jackass. Yeah. I'm like either way. You're you're it's been physical. Your physical age. You're gonna have an age, and she is an Asgardian, which they can live for fucking hundreds. Yeah, almost a thousand years. Uh, I think they can live longer than that. I think like. What? And I guess I might be wrong, but for some reason, I'm at the age of like 800 and something for Odin. No, that's Yoda. Is that Yoda? <laughs> yeah, Yoda was like 800. <laughs> I think Yoda's like 870 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it does say on here, and it's just a website just talking about people answering people's questions. Yeah. It says that um, girl variants. Um, are captured and pruned at a young age, um, and Sylvie just got away. That's yeah. why you don't see any other female variants of of Loki's because they pruned them when they were young, not having to learn skills, 
necessary to survive. So they let the other variants the go until they're adult. The male variants could grow up until they became until they hit that point where yeah. they they don't they don't like they don't choose the same choice. Yeah. Because a female is always going to be different than a male, so that makes sense of why they get pruned early on. Yeah, they said that the um, only way that Sylvie can exist is either um, was either if Odin had grabbed a, a girl frost giant instead, which or had had an offspring that ended up being female. But it's it shows in her case file. It's Sylvia Laufelson. Lauf- I was gonna say it must have been a female yeah. frost giant. They just, I guess that's the only part that's still they just, unless yeah. you literally just grabbed a random frost giant baby. Well, it's it's not random. It's it's well, the what? king of the frost giants' child. I just say Loki is technically but after you kill the heir to the throne. Did he not frost kill the frost giant, giant like that? That frost I, giant I thought Odin killed the frost. Giant. I didn't think that my brain goes to as a female. If you go back to the way those cultures work, that female is worthless. All she has is the last name. Not if she if she were to marry, she would be queen. If she were to marry into her own family, still. That's what I'm saying. But with Odin taking her away, well, no, she that just, takes away. She wouldn't have necessarily marry into her own family to be queen. You marry, you marry into nobility, but Odin's royalty. Not, Odin's not taking her so that he can no, say no. he's got an heir. Well, no, I'm. I'm I, I know that. that. So to but Odin, it's not worthless. I already tried the daughter route once. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. 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 No kidding. So he had to. Have, yeah, I mean that's what it says here. She, she I mean, her it, it makes sense of why she had. It just, I don't know. To my brain, it does make sense why he grabbed a female frost giant over any other. Because it was the only one to choose. It was the only child of the king. Is it? I that would have been it. Been, yeah, it was. It would have been basically the king of the frost okay. giants just happened I, to have reason. I a girl, and they, yeah. no, and they. Well, he might have, but in that universe, the one stranded baby, there was only one baby left out of the whole kind of thing. Yeah, like, oh, that, made, that that makes sense. I guess for some reason, I was thinking there yeah. was multiple children. No, I didn't just go up to a basket of kids and go, like, "I want that one." Well, I know. Like, <laughs> basket here, my brain with the male Loki was oldest, yeah. uh, oldest child. My brain, when it came to the female, I was like, "Why would he pick?" Like my brain went to, "There's a bunch of frost." I don't, I don't fucking remember any. Yeah, of all the frost giants are like dead. And so, so here's abandoned baby kind of situation. So I've only seen the first Thor movie, and that might have been where they explain where Loki comes from. I don't fucking remember. So here, here, so here's the question. So, so if memory I have, if Sylvie. Had to jump timelines and was a bothersome to the TVA, and they're following her like because she's female. I don't think I, it is I, it's not necessarily she was getting pruned originally because she was female. Now they're now they're getting after her because she's blowing shit the fuck up. Yeah, she's able to evade and, and well, what about steal. alligator Loki? He's in the void. 
He's with. Oh, he is yeah. with the boys. He's with the Once Wyatt. I get, see, Wyatt just thing. hasn't taken him yet. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is, once you get pruned, you just end up there. Yeah, yeah. She just never got pruned. So he, so yeah. alligator Loki probably got pruned. Yeah, he got pruned. Early. Yeah, they were all, all. He's an alligator. Yeah, they all got. Well, pruned. even old Loki himself said that like he survived the longest time by just not doing anything. Yeah. Right. You right. Know. Yeah. And that's and then what? One day he decided to go visit everybody, and that's when that was his nexus event that set the top. Yeah, that was what exactly yeah. it was. Yeah, he, I think he wanted to go back. He lived off in exile by himself after pretty much doing what he needed to do. Yeah, or, yeah. Can't remember. Verbatim. I love the fact, and I'm gonna. I don't remember the exact name of the machine. I love that they showed the old arcade machine that is a pop culture myth. The, uh, I'm, I want to call it Morbius, but I know it's not that. It's some arcade machine that, um, showed up in like two different arcade, uh, like arcades. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, people played it. There was a couple different myths about For season it. two? No, for season one. For season one. It was when he went, when they went into the void. With all the Lokis, it was in there, the Loki hideout. I can't remember the name of the... I guess I'll look it up real quick. I apologize. But I um, I love that they added it. I still have this weird hunch that Loki Season 2 is going to introduce Hugh Jackman as it's well the, it's before the Deadpool gets to... I think so they're, think, I think they're going to plop out Wolverine and Loki season two you think, before Deadpool because nobody's going to expect it. Do you think? Do you think you, we get Wolverine and Deadpool or just Wolverine? I, it could potentially be both. I wouldn't see. Do you why think not. that the Rider strike would have halted that, or do you think that? Well, they already switched. Already. They already switched well, the, the dates. Writer. Originally, Loki was supposed to release when Deadpool is, and Deadpool was supposed to be coming out this, and they switched the the release dates. They moved production. They pushed. Yeah, it's also like I told you earlier today. The writer strike doesn't prohibit who shows up and what. Well, it prohibits, it's like specifically like say Deadpool 3. Um, Ryan Reynolds, because he's part of the um, writers uh, guild, he can't improvise lines. He can go off what was already written, yeah. but he can't say say the script says you're a motherfucker. He can't go, you're a motherfucking son of a bitch, because that's writing lines. That's the only part of that it, that uh, yeah, but I don't think the writers are the only. The writers are the well, the actresses, the actors are still on strike, but I don't know which actors are actually part of the guild. Like, I don't know if Ryan Reynolds is part of the guild. I don't know if Lee Jackman is part of the guild. You're automatically part of the guild as soon as you film a movie. That's part of the guild. Are you sure? Yeah. Uh, well, if it's a if it's goal. a guild budget like the guild they're, films, yeah, their goal is to become part of the guild so that they can get insurance yeah. and all that other stuff. Now, low budget independent films, no. But if you pull guild actors on, then it's you treat everyone as the other guild actors kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. That's like union prevailing on yeah construction yeah, that's, jobs. Yeah, that's all that's all union stuff for sure. But yeah. I'm pretty sure that now they could have done it beforehand because I think Loki was done obviously before the strike. Both actors and writers started. So I think that 
they could have had it done before then because obviously they knew they had a plan. But it's not something you're automatically a part of. You become eligible for it. Well, right after so many movies? Yeah, uh, after the following conditions of employment as a principal performer or recording artist, proof of three days of SAG AFTRA, uh, SAG or AFTRA employment as a background actor or employment under an affiliated performer's union. Yeah, I mean, like, the Impractical Joker guys are all in SAG. Right. I, well, I, the only reason I, I said I don't know who's in it and who's not is because you guys are like, well, everybody's in it. And also, when you look on their Wikipedia page, there's different factions to the SAG AFRA. AFRA. Yeah, but they're all, I mean, they're, uh, all, they're all on strike. Yeah, don't know that much. I'm just going off the little bit that I've heard. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds are a big part of that, I believe. I oh, wouldn't believe really that they want See, that's the only part that, like, I've only heard of them being a part of the writer's strike. Or specifically Ryan Reynolds being a part of the, uh, the writer's strike, not the actor's strike. Yeah, I think he's part of the actor's strike, too. But I'm not even sure how that timeline even panned out, because... Like how well, obviously, like I thought a lot of stuff was done. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how far they were in Deadpool, but I, Loki was obviously done because they were able to move it up. Marvels was done because it's coming out without a hitch. But none of those people can like. Right now, you're getting trailers, and people are still covering it, um, like us and people on YouTube, but. Like none of the actors, like you're not gonna see, you're not gonna see Tom Hiddleston out promoting it because he can't, because he's part of the Screen Actors Guild, and he's yeah, allowed, you know, I didn't think about that. He's there's not allowed. No, there's to, been no press tours, right? Anything. There's no press tours because they, they won't allow them to do it for it. Yeah, they're not allowed. Well, to. that should help. You know, all these companies on their overhead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, they, yeah, there's definitely no press for it. There's just the trailers and whatever you can see on TV. But I'm so ready for Loki, though. Yeah, I, yeah, it should be a really good season. I'm interested to see, just like because we did watch today and the end of the show, he does jump to that timeline. And but you do recognize him. We also see in the trailer, though, that it prunes the timeline. With or what looks like him pruning of a timeline because it gives the same animation as when they prune a timeline. Mm -hmm. Um, and he stabs one of the pillars of the uh TVA that has Kang's face on it, and it prunes back into the or I guess what I interpret it as because it's only a split second of the um timekeeper, the timekeepers. Yeah, I am, I, I, I haven't seen that trailer. I haven't seen that trailer yet. I'm interested I'm, to see how they Mo Mobius and B-15 know who he is. Like, does he jump in and jump back out? Like, We see a little bit in the trailer. One of the trailers, um, he goes back to a jet, a jet ski sales place because Mobius always loves jet skis. Mm. Uh, and that's where you see Mobius, where he actually was as a human. Um 
And now I was listening to this at work, so I walked away at this point. So they may have joked another time spot. But he's talking still to Mobius, and he's like, hey, I need to explain to you how I am, like, how I know, how we are connected, and you know me again. As in, he's done this over and over again, because he keeps slipping through the time stream. Mm. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to see it, I think, quite a bit, where he has to keep explaining to Mobius, and be, maybe even B-15, who he is. And why yeah. this is important. Yeah. And so, and then you've got the wrinkle of Sylvie and oh, whether or not she remembers what she is. She's just hanging out at McDonald's. Yeah. She's yes. hanging out at a McDonald's. I, I want to know. That's, that's my weird. question. How does she go from stabbing he who remains? And I don't remember what happens. Like, I don't think we see what happens to her after that. There were some theories I read where people are like, well, what if she just kind of wanted to go hang out? Or maybe it was New Rockstars, but she was like, all right, she finished her mission. She killed the guy at the end. And then she just wanted to go live like a normal human. And like through her jumping of different catastrophes, McDonald's was the place she wanted to be. Like just seeing people being normal. I it's guess like it could a, be yeah. as simple as that. It's, she found a bit of normal. If it's as simple as yeah. that, not that I want to say I'll be upset, but I think that's a little lackluster. I, I, I don't know. That's just they. I mean, they definitely uh, they didn't show what happened to her. I no. mean, she killed him, and then they jumped to Loki. Mm-hmm. I mean, they you watch the timelines go all nuts, but. You also, we also got to remember um, Renslayer. I mean, yeah. she jumped into a timeline, and we don't even know where she went. Yeah, and uh, if you go to the comic books, Renslayer and Kang have always been, or at one point, had a relationship and were together. And I made it. I mentioned to Dad earlier today. I'm curious if we'll see either whether it's flashbacks or if they're setting up for them to ever actually be a couple in the MCU. I don't give shit either way. Um, but I, I would like it. I would like it to be there just because it's not necessarily important about their characters because I don't know that much. But every time I've ever heard it, either of them brought up as He Who Remains or Renslayer, and with Kang involved with the TVA when it comes to comic books, they always have to bring up the fact that they were in a relationship anytime either one of them gets brought up in a video. So I feel like there has to be something bigger there. Yeah. As someone who hasn't read that many comic books and going off YouTube videos, I know probably a little bit of a stretch, but I think there has to be something there like with everybody bringing it up. Right. Yeah, they, it says on here, you know, she's the daughter of King Corellius, a ruler in the 40th century Earth. Um, her kingdom was the last of civilization unconquered by Kang. Oh, damn. Kang spared, spared them because he was smitten with her. Well, and if you remember, though, in season one, they go to the high school where she was the principal. 
Yeah. yeah. So that's confusing. Yeah, because obviously in that timeline, she's nobody. Yeah. But also you have, that could just be a different variant of her because we also, through the trailers of Loki season two, see a variant of Kang back in the, I believe it's the late 1800s. Well, that is believed to be the same Kang. Is it? Do you think it's the same? That's king? the same it's, king. It's believed that That's he's the he, prime king. Yeah, he's he who remains. You think? Okay. Yeah. Before he got killed. Yeah. The old that's time. why they're going. That's why they're going to that time frame because they want to find him before they kill him. Yeah, the old timing one's the one that really. I guess my brain would go to: Couldn't she go to technically any time frame before he was killed? You wouldn't have to go to the original. What did just kill his parents? I think that they want to go before. Kang started the TVA. Located at 430 East Broadway in beautiful downtown Logansport, on the bonus level, the second floor of bonus pints, is the Lantern. The Lantern is a glowing light in a small town. They're a shop filled with art, clothing, books, and all your current Halloween needs. They are currently carrying cat skull candles, black cat drinking glasses, Halloween-themed dresses, and shirts, and some 3D horror decor that will scratch your Halloween itch. Check out their Facebook page for when they are open and what new items they are stocking daily. Was that There's a reason they go see that Kang in Chicago. Yeah, I don't remember. There's a reason. Because it's, it's the Chicago World Fair. Yeah. New, new rock stars was talking about it. Oh, it's, I've seen the video. I just don't Yeah, they go to that. They go to, they go to that Chicago World's Fair because um, it has something to do with Loki needing something from that specific World's Fair that was a, a either invented or created in that World's Fair. He... he t- at that World Fair, he talks about the temporal energy and the temporal, not necessarily the timeline, but the temporal energy and the fact that it's a cleaner energy and a better energy. And he has a device to harness it. And then you see Miss Minutes, the big Miss Minutes, as I'll put it, Godzilla Miss Minutes. Ghost Miss Minutes. Ghost she's Miss like a, Yeah, ghost she's in that white. Yeah. She goes ape shit. Sepia. Um, <laughs> My thought process was to go to a Kang before the TVA so that way they could get a not, um, a, a not like tampered point of view, a uh, someone who hasn't been dealing with the shit forever to fix what's going on. Like, an outside perspective almost, you know what I mean? Like a third party point of view. Someone who understands what's going on but doesn't have the experience of what has happened. Basically to try to fix what's going on. Oh. Uh, well, it has to be a king variant. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a king variant who created the temp or who discovered the temporal energy and created this device. But it may not necessarily be the same one that is he who remains. That's what I'm saying. Right. It may go to him for advice. I don't, I'm just saying, I don't think it may necessarily be the same one as he who remains. Yeah. Yeah. And that's possible. That's possible. But they may mention like it might end up being that one, but it might be, uh, you know, and, and here's the interesting part. So 
So at some point, and and I don't think they I don't think they have the guts to do it in this. With this, I think it comes later in Kang Dynasty, probably. But Kang is Nathaniel Richards. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. son of Reed Richards of the Fantastic Four. I wouldn't know when they introduced that. So, you know, but, yeah, you know, specifically. That's, that's one Kang, though. That's the Because they all have different. That's that. Well, it has to be he who remains. Yeah. It had to have been. Because he said. He was the original 34 from no, the he, he said there was a version of me that um discovered there was a there was a first there was a variant of me in the 31st century that discovered that there was a universe on top of him and below of him. Okay, what, so he was he, he didn't directly, say himself. No, he directly said there was a variant of himself. Okay. So at, at what point, no, he didn't say a variant, he said a version. So at what point do they bring in I, that that version? I, or do they ever? I think they have to wait till after Fantastic Four. Be, I don't think they have to wait I don't until after Fantastic Four. Let me rephrase that. I don't think they have to wait till after Fantastic Four, but I think they have to wait till after Fantastic Four to fully explain it, as in Nathaniel Richards is the son of Reed Richards because you need to know who Reed Richards is before you can explain who the son of him is. Unless they just ignore the king as Nathaniel Richards. Yes. Unless they do all of them. uh, They use every descriptor in the comic book of Nathaniel Richards in in that specific scene you're talking about. Yeah. He's a he is the smartest scientist in the 31st century who is a Heir of, or no, he didn't say heir of, but who, who discovered that there was universes above it and below him, which are the exact same descriptors they use for Nathaniel Richards in um, that in the comic books for that whole issue. I don't remember the exact plot line, which comic book it came from, but I do remember. New rock stars talking about it. Yeah, because I know Fantastic Four is not coming out until after Kang Dynasty. I thought it came out before. I don't think so. I don't remember. I think I thought they announced that Fantastic Four was coming after. It was going to be the first movie after Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars, or is it the movie right before the two of them? And that might, if it's the movie right before Kang Dynasty. Then they probably do introduce him as Nathan I mean, Richards. So, Fantastic Four release date May 2nd, 2025. King Dynasty release date May 1st, 2026. Okay, so I bet A they are apart. I bet, I bet they figure out that he's Nathaniel Richards and they go find Reed Richards to try to help them. I bet that's how they pull the Fantastic Four in. Well, Fantastic Four is before. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. If he's we before King Dynasty, then yeah. they're gonna have they're gonna enlist the fa- the Fantastic Four to get to to stop him. to to end the King Dynasty. That I mean, that just makes sense. That just makes sense. Well, I still don't understand why they're not like why they're having such casting issues for that shit too. For Fantastic Four, 
Oh, yeah, I don't have a clue. Cause no, I just think there's plenty of them out there. Krasinski to stay in it. The the biggest problem I think that they're having is that they uh, there's too many there's too many ignorantly passionate people about it. Like, oh, you can't do this. No, oh, you can't do that. I mean, yeah. I don't want an Asian thing, and I don't want to... You can't make Sea Storm black, and you can't... It's just like, they just, they whine about everything. I, I got a specific person, which you can probably think of who I'm talking about in head. Because I've, I've told you about them before. But he, they've, I guess I already spoiled that part, but he has said specifically, he's one of those people, he's like, if they make Professor X black, I'm not watching it. If they make Sue Storm black or this or that, if they change this or that, I'm like, I've, I've looked at it this way. He threw such a big bitch fit about the Titans specifically with uh, Starfire being black. And I was like, hey, they changed the whole alien race to be black. She wasn't just black. And he was like, okay, I could deal with that. And I'm like, then why the fuck do you care about anything else? If they're willing to adapt shit, why do you care who is what, what is what? I don't if, see why it matters. I don't see why it matters either. I don't see what it matters. Yeah. Now, you can't have Yoda being purple or nothing. I mean, I don't. I don't care Yoda, about anything. You know. Well, Yoda can't be purple because there's no multiple timelines. I mean, and you go, you could have a black fucking Captain America for all you fucking care because it, we've already established there's multi multiverse. You can't fucking bitch about anything or anything because yeah. there's infinite universes of anything. Yeah. I just don't see the big, I think, I honestly, I think that's why they're having their biggest problem because they're afraid, they're afraid of the backlash of any casting they have. I think if they're really well, in the, the, I think you're right. And I think it's bullshit. They're yeah. just not picking, like everybody screams actors to pick, like just pick who the fans say. It's kind of what you're supposed to do anyway. I was yeah. going to say, John Krasinski and his wife is uh, Reed yeah. Richards and Two Storm. Just because I like John Krasinski when we saw him for the little bit of Multiverse Madness, and everybody's been screaming for him. I liked him a little bit. Everyone else has been screaming for him. Let's go for it. He wants, I heard at one point he had signed, or not necessarily signed, but I talked about having his wife as Sue Storm if he did do Reed Richards. Fuck it. I don't even know who his wife is off the top of my head. Fucking go for it. I don't give a shit. Yeah, they. I songs is they Uzi. I think the direction they want to go is young will. I don't think it's old. I think they want to go young. No, it's find young people. I don't care either way. Yeah, I think that that. I don't fucking care. I think that's the direction that they want to go. That was my point with my right or my little spiel there. I don't fucking care because they have. I mean, yeah. I mean, they have to watch ages because, especially with Fantastic Four, you're talking. Probably, I mean, you're at least talking. You're talking eight, nine movies. You're talking, you know, s probably five, six years at least. I mean, ask Robert Downey Jr. I mean, he yeah. got stuck being Iron Man for ten plus years. So, or yeah, at yeah. least oh, ten plus years. It was a it, it was right at ten, I think. It was around my senior year. I want to say it came out. Oh, eight to at least 2018, 2019. Yeah, 18, 19 at least. So, 
I mean, you got to think about that too. And Krasinski is a good choice because he looks the part, but, but he, in 10 years, he's going to be 60. And he's going to look but, uh, like a good 60. But I think they're. I think the thought is, is that. You know, you never know. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I, but I think their thought is, is that they want the Fantastic Four to be like mid 20s, early. So, like at the start of like their around Ian Parker's age. Yeah. Probably well, a little, a little older. older. Yeah. A little older. Yeah. But I think that that's their thought, you know. Late twenties, early thirties, and not somebody in their forties is probably what they're looking for. Especially with, and I, I do think that this is the last. I really do think this is the last time we see Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. I'm right there with he's, but no, no, and I, he doesn't look great. But he's too old to be doing that much juice and that much hard work. But I think that at the end of this. I think Deadpool probably ends up in a different timeline with a different Wolverine. I think that would be dope. Like, give us the I introduction mean, to the next one. I, I give, think, yeah. I give think, us yeah. Jackman going into the new one. No. No. Jackman well, dies or something. No, they have to kill Jackman. That's what I'm saying. Drop like, off. What I'm saying is, is huge. Like, say Hugh Jackman dies in this universe. Some blah 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 happens. Deadpool ends up in another universe with a different Wolverine. I'm not saying he transitions into hey, yeah. here's my fucking claws or some shit. Yeah, I'm saying just we need Hugh Jackman in this movie. Give us a transition into the new yeah. Wolverine in the same movie. Yeah, I, just because I think that would make it a little better. Right. Yeah. You've got to. You, you can start the movie. Hugh Jackman can be in the movie, but I think you gotta you gotta end it with a different Wolverine. Yeah, I think if that's the direction you're gonna go for sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and I and, and Deadpool's got. I mean, he's gonna be your first mutant, not technically because they called him as Marvel mutant, but they um, that was technically good. this is gonna be the first real mutant movie. I think is going to be dead. I'm, I'm ready for the X Men to get involved in the MCU. Yeah, it'll be interesting how they do the whole X Men thing because they haven't even announced that. Like they haven't even went that far. We're going to get a whole ass new round of some of. Yeah, I think we're going to get. I think. Um, I think they're going to wait until after Secret Wars. I think Secret Wars is going to be finally the blow up of the Avengers, and we'll phase into. Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, and X-Men probably being the focal point instead of Spider-Man and, and all the Avengers. Yeah. Which I'll doubt with on it. Like I know I'm a younger guy to the comics, but from what I've always understood, those are the main guys to the comics. Everybody that I hear talk about old comics, like I guess I'm I'm thinking 80s to 90s necessarily. I may be wrong on that time point, but a lot of people, I've heard X-Men, Fantastic Four, and Spider-Man. Those are the three big ones from, like, older guys talking about it. Yeah. You didn't really necessarily get a lot of Hawkeye or... There was Iron Man comics, don't get me wrong. There was Captain America comics, but those guys were in the focal point. The Fantastic Four, the Spider-Man... 
the big thing in the eighties and nineties were the X Men and Spider Man. Yeah, that was that was the big thing. Everybody wanted and all this. All the good, juicy Spider Man stories happened in like the seventies and eighties, probably. Um, then they started having to repeat themselves. Um, all the good X Men stuff. I mean, like you could say the sixties and seventies, maybe. But I th- that those '80s runs with Uncanny X Men in the '80s and '90s, yeah. those were good runs. I know a lot about them. Yeah, so those were good runs. So um, X Men '97, the cartoons getting ready to come out on Disney next year. Um, I I heard I've heard that it's going to be kind of. I don't think it's going to be canon, but I I could see where it might be. They might sneak some MCU stuff in there. I could see. I've heard mixed points with it being canon. Yeah, so we'll see how that all goes. Um, you know, the big story, the big, big, huge stories that Marvel has done, the crossovers, if that's what you want to call them, where they do a lot of the book stuff. You know, we've we've got Infinity Gauntlet, and um, we've got we got that one. And mm-hmm. there was, um, you know, there was, uh, there was Infinity Gauntlet. There was Infinity Watch. Yeah. Well, there's Secret time. Wars, and we're getting that. And Civil War. That was the one I was thinking of. That's why I kept saying Infinity Gauntlet, hoping that it'd come to me. So we got Infinity Gauntlet. We got Civil War. We got really, really the big 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 one that they haven't done yet and and people have told me no they did it because they did it with wandavision is house of m no 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 and they didn't do it with wandavision you don't think they did it with wandavision but i've had people argue with me that they kind of did and i get it it's kind of there but not really to me wandavision is more of her it's like an out. intro watching. yeah almost well, like wasn't like, isn't Catherine hen getting her agatha thing she is yeah, she's, she's getting her own agatha show. she's getting her own agatha the covenant of, of harkness yeah something like that i mean the last but i'm uh, like a solid a solid house of m story but if you're gonna end yeah. if you're gonna end secret wars you're going to end Secret Wars where I, I think you're probably going to have it to where it kind of severs the Avengers because they have to figure out who's real and who's not. And you yeah. go in this new direction of of, um, of mutants being in the world. I think House of M is where Phase 6, 7 has to go. But I And, and that's a huge undertaking. But I think that's the that that's the one storyline they haven't really dove completely into yet is in Chalsa M. That's the one they need yeah. to get into, honestly. No, that's the big X to me, that's one of the bigger X-Men ones. Well, sure that there's that's the head of uh House M. He's the one that uh, snaps back into control and realizes what is going on. Yeah. He's the one that's going through it. Right. It would make the most sense. Granted, like you said, they have Secret Wars, King Dynasty, all the other shit. But it'd make the most sense coming out of the Wolverine and Deadpool series, maybe if they went into a house M. You know what I mean? Maybe we see Wolverine 
and Deadpool snap into a universe, and that's the last one. Maybe we see an end credit scene of like Wolverine maybe freaking out, realizing what's going on, and then that's the last we see of him. After Secret Wars, we get more of that. Yeah, I'm just throwing out spitballs. Twenty-three helmet. It's gonna be the helmet, man. He's gonna be roaming the wilds with that damn helmet. <laughs> yeah, like that. I mean the the big thing is. Is where do you go with because uh, Magneto played a huge part in that whole Alpha Adam thing too. So it's um, I don't and, know. Quick, and Quicksilver and Quicksilver's technically in the true timeline is dead. So and, you know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but because I mean, obviously, um. Or uh, we saw him die in Age of Ultron, but at the same time, in I I guess that might have been the sneak peek. One of the sneak peeks people were talking about in WandaVision. Oh no, that was the whole ass character thing. That's what I'm saying. Did you watch WandaVision? Yeah. Okay. With um, they used Ralph Boner as the uh yeah the Quicksilver in that series. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I use that big air quotes because obviously we see that he's a regular human being by the end of the. Yeah, she just she just manifested him as Quicksilver. But what I'm saying is, is with that, maybe we can get, maybe that is the slight hit up to the house at M with the manipulation and the well, grasp onto the time. Yeah, I mean that's why everybody tells me when I say they need to do House of Hand, they were like, "No, you got it in WandaVision because no, what she did in WandaVision is what she does for the House of M. The House of M is way more brutal and on a larger scale. It basically does it to the entire world. Yeah, exactly. That's where what I mean. they only did it to a town and yeah. the other thing, but. After, you know, she's... Uh, it's hard for me, me to believe that in any way, shape, or form, she's dead. Because I've heard that a couple of times, too. She's not dead. Really died at the end of... Hmm. At Doctor Strange. And I'm like, there's no... The red, you see the red blast at the end. And they have confirmed a Scarlet Witch solo uh, movie. Oh, I haven't seen she that. She was just destroying the thing. I, would th- I don't know it, why people think she died. Yeah, people are like, oh, no, she died at the end. And no, she didn't. Well, she there's didn't a die. very specific, as everything's crashing down right in the center of it, you see this very big red blast. It's very easy to tell, like, oh, that's Wanda creating a spear for herself, pushing the rubble away. Whatever the fuck it that was, she did that when she was a kid, so her brother and her could survive. Yes, exactly, I, mean, I think she's fine. Yeah, she didn't die. She didn't die part of the point of madness. Yeah, I don't think so either. But yeah, I think I think she might be the big point. Thinking about it, like with all of her, with her, um, I know the uh, Darkhold was destroyed in our universe in the main timeline. But she, with her still ability and her knowledge of it, in in our our beliefs, her still being alive, maybe she may be our connection to them jumping anybody jumping universes. Well, yeah, and that's the next thing. I, you know, maybe I, she may be our house. Sam. As you're talking about that, the so 
Located at 430 East Broadway in beautiful downtown Logansport on the bonus level, the second floor of Bonus Pints, is Savini Comics. Savini Comics has all your toys, gaming, and comic needs. We have Dungeons and Dragons. We have Magic the Gathering. We have Pokemon. We have Disney Lorcana. We have Marvel and DC comic books. We have Marvel and DC figures. We have Star Wars. We have wrestling. Come join us at Savini Comics for all your gaming, toys, and comic book needs. Like, why doesn't the TVA go after Doctor Strange? So, if you go into... Like, why, why wasn't the TVA and No Way Home and... and that was part of his plan. Well, so in No Way yeah. Home and Multiverse of Madness, that's after Loki season one. And at that point, no, he who remains would have been killed and thus forced the branch tie yeah, There would have been no TVA to Sorry. stop. Yeah. Um, there would have been no TVA to stop him. Anything before that, like say Endgame specifically, because a lot of people had arguments with Endgame. The director's of uh, both Endgame and Loki season one came out and said no. Um, he who remains planned for all of that to happen. So there are parts of the time jumping and movement of time and space where technically he who remains allows it. Well, I mean, he says that Miss Minutes tells Sylvie well, yeah. and Loki that that it could be messy, but he could put them back wherever he wanted to put them. Yeah, so he yeah, says that at the end of the season. He allows certain things to happen because he's due to certain results. Yeah, as long as it gets the same result, he's that's what he's looking at. So because all he cares about is no other Kang uh, variants come out on top. Yeah. Yeah, so he just wants to make sure that whatever they do doesn't cause a different king. And that's also where, like, thinking about it, my head goes to, like, so he wanted Sylvie and Loki to take over. The Loki we know and the Sylvie that we have come to know. Why would they care anything about any of the other kings? Because Kang only cared about it knowing that he could destroy everything else. Why, like, wouldn't, in my brain, it, like, as a Kang knowing a Kang, you would know he's lying. How could you entrust two Lokis to know that somebody, like, another Kang variant isn't just lying to them or whatever the fuck? You know what I mean? Because they go through a whole trial process into the TVA. It's not like, Oh, you immediately go and you're proved. You're done. You're in for. Because that's the whole reason why old Cap got to go through Endgame. Is the TVA allowed that? So how can he... My brain goes, how can he... Uh, like, with all of... With, with the end of Loki, season one, I don't understand. I think he wanted to die the whole time. I think he wanted the chaos oh, yeah. to happen. What basically what it was? Chaos. That's my end point. I think he wanted the chaos to happen. He had to watch the timeline circle all the way back around, over, over, and over, and over and over again. Well, and he slowly he says prune. It's like a a, a wild flower, man. You cut it down, you get it to grow the way you want because you slowly learn what works and what doesn't. That's all they did. So 
he knew that cat time traveling was okay because he's done seen that timeline go out and it plays out exactly how he wants orchestrated. If Cap doesn't time travel, that timeline doesn't go the way he wants. So he actually wants him to do that. He wants Doctor Strange to do his weird crap. What? And he wants all those people to do those specifically because he picked those moments himself. It wasn't them choosing it. He's the one allowing it. What I'm getting so at he is, says, he says trust. in there, he says when he's giving it to them, he says the only way I see this working is giving it to you guys. But I don't see how we can get, see it working if, no, like, my brain goes to, like, figure of speech, I think. I, I, it, it, might, it, it might be. You might be right. I think he's basically like, I don't know what happens after this. The only way I could see it being good is if it's in their hands. But also, and then my they brain that goes to do with it. Yeah. My brain that okay, goes well. to, and I get that he's seen it over and over again, and he may be tired of it, but if he knows nothing but death and war and horrifics come from the end of it, why would he continue the timeline as himself? I get he says he's old, but if at some point... He's already shown that he can have the uh, timekeepers, as the three of them, keep keep everything in the TBA in line. How could he not create something as a replacement to himself to essentially trick the timekeepers into keeping himself in line? You know what I mean? No. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So, so why didn't he just keep doing it? If he create the timekeepers, the three entities that are he has created them and the TVA believe that they are the ones that rule everything. Why didn't he just do that? And they answer the Kang. Well, if Kang creates an artificial intelligence, say, we'll go into modern day, he creates some kind of, like the timekeepers, he creates some kind of robot that has the same kind of thought process and personality as him, because he's getting old, he's dying, as he states in the end of season one. That's why he chooses the two Lokis. Um, why didn't he just create a robot like the Timekeepers to keep the same timeline going forever and ever and ever? Because with a robot and with a AI sentient being, you can keep that same thought process and pruning going forever and ever and ever. Why did he choose two Lokis? Unless he wanted to die and he wanted this to come. He wanted the multiversal war to happen again. Even though he preaches that he stopped it and he's the reason that everything's at peace. He knows he's dying. Maybe he wants that just to finally happen. Now, I don't understand why he chooses the two Lokis instead of creating another robot. No, I think he, he, at that point where it rumbled, and then he was like, I knew what was going to happen up until now. Now I don't know what's going to happen. And I think that his thought process was the only way I can get out of here without these two killing me is if I offer them to be my timekeepers. So here's where all... And he's thinking that if I offer them the path, this power, they're going to be so, like Sylvie said, you just want the throne. They were going to be so taken by being able to take their place as as like 
the the new timekeepers that they were gonna that 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 power was gonna overtake and they were gonna let him live and they were gonna be the timekeepers. I think so that's here's what like. the MCU needs to explain something. Why didn't he know anything past then? What's the explanation for that? Because as he who remains, he has kept this timeline flowing and flowing and flowing in this specific way. And I get he's getting old, but he's not, he didn't specifically say, I am dying. He's just saying, I'm getting to an old age. I think he's Why did done. He... He's just done it. It was like, he just let go of the wheel. I think that's all it was. Yeah. He's just let go of the wheel. They didn't do a good job, in my opinion, of explaining that. Because all we watched the last episode, and all he said is, literally, he's like, oh, I know everything. Blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, you hear thunder rumble. And he goes, all right, I fit. I knew everything that happened all up until the last seven, eight, nine, ten seconds ago. Yeah, but I think it's... So, which means he didn't... He held my on. brain goes to either he knew it was going to happen and he was bullshitting the whole way, which to me doesn't make sense as someone who, is, who has planned... Everything out in existence. I think for that's this. where you're looking too deep. I think he planned everything out, got tired of planning it all out, and literally just like, all right, I'm done. Like, I think that's literally all he did. He was like, I'm done. But as somebody who has feared, who has feared his own variance for so long that he's. That's why he let two Lokis kill him. I don't know. I I, th- I don't know. I think you're expecting more from something that's kind of right there on the table for us. It's not that he feared. I don't think he feared all of them. I, I think he, he was lying through his teeth, whereas he was the one they all feared. He just looked nice. I think he was. How is how is the nice guy going to conquer the worst of the worst? He's. Oh, not, I don't think he's the nicest. Right. Guy. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think he was the baddest of the bad. He's and like, again, I haven't seen. I didn't see Quantumania. Tired of see the other three big fucking. As far as I know, to comic book lore, the big three Kang variants who have done a lot of fucked up shit. You see the end of them at. Quantumania. Why would he not fear the three of them who have done a lot of fucked up shit? I can he easily. So why is he easily just a? Then why does he stuff out again? The three because he doesn't want to. He's done. He's tired. He's just tired, man. Like that's plain and simple. Yeah, it he says right here. It done. just says right here. He's, he's the reason Kane done. doesn't have any information beyond that timeline is simply because he just decided to let go of control. He doesn't want it. Piss poor reason. No, that's not. You control time for control. an unfathomable amount of time. Yeah. You're gonna quit some point. Like, you it don't says that it's the time beyond the point. Time beyond that point is not being monitored by the TVA and has not yet been written. Yeah, I, you can argue me to the day I'll die. That's a piss poor reason. Yeah, I don't know, reason. You clock out for work every day? Yeah. Well, no, don't, don't clock out. You stay on the clock and stay at work in the sleep yeah, it forever. Says, it says if they would let me, I would. It says, because I'd gladly collect a paycheck for that amount. Kang himself says he doesn't like 
I'm talking go for it. Let's, Nowhere. Let's collect that overtime. I'm creating an office just like he did where he gets to fucking sit up in there and control everything. You get no people. Fuck it. Let's go for it. I hate there. You just sit there. Oh, I'm telling you. That's as not King, as fun as what it would As be. King himself says, he doesn't feel like doing it anymore. He's tired. Therefore, he decides to let the time flow beyond the threshold as he knows that once time flows beyond that point, it means that this slash now is the moment he gives up and the very reason he has no information beyond that point. So he's just, he's tired. He's ready to let it go. And he wants to give it to, as much he wants to give it to, in fears, the other King variants. I don't understand. I can just become, oh, I'm tired of it. It's not a fear. There's no fear That's what he preaches. He keeps repeatedly over and over again to the Lokis. You have to keep control of it. Otherwise, there's a, if you kill me, there is more dangerous versions of me that will it's come. It's just a warning label. Like, I think it's just simply the yeah, way. That's the whole reason the TVA goes to keep them from coming about. When when he was doing it, but now that he's tired and it don't is happen. Is that not a fear like, of them? I wouldn't necessarily say it's a fear unless, like... Why would he prune them if they're not a... He never once showed any sign of fear. I think he, he was superior in a way. It's like... But why take out something that you're not in fear of? You're interjecting fear into this when it's never really spoken about. He literally was the top dog at the end of time. I don't think fear was a factor for him. He just wanted to do it for so long that he got tired of doing it. He's telling them you should fear him because they're scary, maybe. But he's not saying that he did. He's not saying that he cared. He Kings always want to be the king. They always want to be top dog. They're the conqueror. They're the one ruler kind of mentality. He did it. Did it for so fucking long. He didn't want it no more. Yeah, and he it's was not, not about fear or nothing. He was, he was not, just he was he, the one. He definitely was not the top dog because because he's he who remains and the one because the one in Quantum Mania is Kang the Conqueror. Yeah, but because he's the one that got banished to the quantum realm. Well, he was banished to the quantum realm and because he's too enough. dangerous. But he wasn't smart enough to get out of it. That's my right. thing. Right. Whereas the other one tamed an Eli- tamed the Eliath. Right. Has a whole. He's pruned whole timelines. The other one couldn't even get out of the quantum realm. Right. This one's seen the quantum realm. He watches Ant Man go to it. He watches everything go on. He's the big doll. Right. Like he absolutely would have to be. How do you right? How do you subvert the scary one, the smart one, and all the heroes that always constantly stop all of them? Yeah. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. I don't I think he was he was the smart one. He was the thinker. It wasn't out of fear, it was out of like I'm tired of dealing with all these fucking idiots. Yeah, I'm tired I'm of you. I'm in the timeline. You I'm the one. Yeah, You're not worthy. Yeah, he needs to continue, but he can't continue with yeah. that. Needs but to as the small one of the other TDA would fall immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Well so it had to have some not the fucking smart man. It had to have somebody take it over, and that's why he offered it to the Lokis. And then the but even then, as the smart one, he couldn't tell that it was going to come. Well, yeah, but the, says that the other Loki would have never gotten anywhere to where she needed to go. I don't think without the other one. 
But as someone who's wrote everything and said he paved yeah. their whole way there, he still said he was surprised at the fact it came out as two, which means he can't see everything. They can't understand everything. Well, he paved the way for all Lokis. Yeah. He paved the way for every single Loki. He thought only one Loki would have came out of all the Lokis. But he, that's why he was surprised there was two, because... Why do you think all the Lokis were still, you know, waiting? There was yeah. so many of them. They're the only, the only being you've seen. He paved the way for any type of Loki whatsoever, and he was just waiting to see which one could get past the Elias. Yeah, yeah. And it had to take teamwork, something Lokis aren't known for. Yeah, yeah, it did. And it took them. It took them a few of them. Yeah, one just it wasn't just the two either. Yeah. It was. Five? Yeah, right, yeah. It's five. is Alligator Loki, Young Loki, and uh, Retro. And retro. Old Man Loki. Old Man Loki. <laughs> Old Man Loki. Old Man Loki. Yeah, you want to see a hallucination? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'll be... Uh, but yeah, he tells them this is the only way to go, that he paved their exact road right here, their exact look on Lamentis, their exact look by the lake. Every single thing they've ever done, he paved every single road they've ever done, those specific two variants. Because I'm literally looking at the script right here. Yeah. Well, see, that's that's kind of confusing, man. He's like, I've seen it all. I've seen everything. I've seen everything you two have done. I've seen everything, even to Lamentis. I've seen it the all. Was the, the, the part the about being surprised there was two, then. Yeah, then they can't be surprised that there's two. Is there, does he even say that? I don't think he did. Is that a Mandela thing? Yeah. <laughs> say, did he even say it? <laughs> did he even he say did. it, or we just think he's... No, it. that's what I mean. No. <laughs> I mean, if he's point. not surprised that there's two... I there. don't find it specifically, but he specifically says... And it, it doesn't looking, say when. I was looking for somebody to take my place, and it came in two. Okay. So that doesn't say he didn't know that there wasn't going to be two. Yeah, he knew. yeah, it does. He said he was looking for a person to take his place, and it ended up coming in two, which means he did not know it was coming in two, which means he can't see everything, but yet he states he can see everything. I think, I, you're, I think you're looking too deep into it. I'm looking too deep in the exact words that they fucking say. No, I think these no, like you're you're taking it. That doesn't mean so okay, so I paid your road, I have you here. I know everything at that the, you're gonna do. At, at the beginning, I, at the beginning so you gotta start from somewhere. You gotta start from somewhere. So if he's like so for all these years he's been pruning Loki's. And he's like, eventually, I'm going to find one that I think will make it through Elias. And then he's like, oh, shit, there's two of them. All right. So here's your pay- here's your paved way. Yeah. Like, you're you're thinking it complete opposite. Where like, where he's like, he paved the way. he's like, oh, well, I paved the way for you to both be here. But I thought there was only going to be one. No, he was pruning shit. And doing away with timelines, and then he's like, "Oh, it's look a, at this! Yeah. There's two of them. All right, here's your way." And get paid their way. 
So then, so from that point, just the way as if that they didn't have to discover that on their own. <laughs> huh? They, I just, I think that that's how he, I think that's what he, he just, he found the two of them and then was like, okay, this is where we're going. So this is your timeline. I got two of them now. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to pave the road and see if you guys can get through it. I think that that's where I think that's where he was coming from. And then when he had to, he thought, well, if they can be Elias and they can actually work together, then maybe they can be the new timekeepers. Because Elias, like, to beat the Elias, it took teamwork and charming it. Only Loki's do that magic, and only those two Loki's worked as a team. So, yeah, it was clear that, like, that gateway behind through the Elioth was made specifically for those two. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was the only way to unlock it. Nobody else used that magic. Because even when they walked in, he was, like, throwing papers on the table and going, I I knew both of you were coming. Here's what you both said, and here's what's going to be said, and here's how this is going to happen. And he's like, listen, I'm done. I'm tired. So at some point, shit's going to go sideways. Do you guys want this, or do you want not? Yeah. Because it's going to go sideways regardless. But I'm offering it to you to maybe try to control it before it goes. And then they were like, Sylvie was like, no, we're going to tell you anyway. And he's like, all right, we'll be prepared. And then you go to Quantum Mania and get the other Kang, which he's a total, like, I mean, he just destroys worlds, just universes. Just I, think he he's, I think he's the angry shithead. That yeah, yeah it's just the point. angry guy that just runs around and just kills things that's yeah, what that's what always king of conquerors yeah and I, then yeah i think he was a puny one though and then and then yeah and then at the end of that they go to the council of kangs with the three and that's what and the three are the one that banished him to to the quantum realm because he was too dangerous well and right there implies that Four total Kang variants know how to get in and out of the quantum realm, but the one that Scott found there had no idea what any of it was. Right. right. So, yeah, that means the gang, the Kang that Scott fought, the Kang that Scott Lane fought, <laughs> was actually one of the uh, a more scrubbier one. So everybody's been kind of like we discussed something with a customer earlier where he was like, "How are you going to have Ant Man defeat him?" Because he, we thought he was the big scary one, but he's not even the big scary one. There's like five more canes that are scarier than him. We're about to see, right, right, and then and then there's the question of at the end of that he jumps. To a, I mean, to a timeline, and and isn't there an extra scene where they're in where he's in? Call the King variants. Yeah. Well, there's the king, there's the Council of King with the three, which you've talked about. Yeah, I've seen that. And then there's the one. Isn't there another scene where there's they're in Chicago and Loki and Mobius are sitting in the? They, he's on the he's on the stage. Isn't that an extra I, scene? I, 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 don't, I know what you're talking about. Isn't that an extra there's scene? A, 
It's a, a very end credit scene of Ant Man. Yes. Where where Kang is on the, the stage at Chicago. That old oh, yeah, that old yeah. stadium. That really old... end credit scene, Ant Man the Wasp. Yeah. Um, oh, did it come up? I'm still looking at uh, Google now. The economy. I was just thinking, yeah. what what was the one with the whole ass stadium of Kings though? That was at the that, end of that's Quantum the Mania. three Kings that I'm talking yeah. about. That's the not the three. Kings. I'm talking the thousand. Yeah, the yeah, Kings. That's the yeah. Kings. And the 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 three walking to frame at the very yeah. end. Yeah, and well, that those are the Egyptian ones. Well, in there, there's another scene. What's a pure? The ones based on the pure. Yeah, and there's two others that I, they're not based off the Egyptian stuff, they're based off something else, if I remember correctly. One is is like a cybernetic, cyborg type. Yeah. Yeah, the first, the first end credit scene of um, Ant-Man is, uh, first we have Pharaoh Ramatat. The first tyrant, very young Kane, and Marvel Comics. Once Kane got bored with his life, a future ancient, blah blah blah. He's the one that. And credit scene, we also see Emorius. That's a Kane variant. Um, after he can't, he, he's also ancient Egyptian. And then there's also a high tech variant of Kane in the end credits that could be Scarlet Centurion. Or Iron Lad. So that was that one. That would be the um, Reed Richards son one. Yes, the cybernetic yes. one would be the Re- the son of Reed Richards. So and that came. The second end credit scene takes us to a science presentation in the early 19th century. On stage is a man named Victor Timely. That is that's, that's the old that's he who remains. Yeah, explains yeah. to the audience how time can be manipulated and used for the sake of humankind. As the camera goes away from goes from the stage to the audience, we see Loki talking to Mobius about how the man on stage is the villain they are looking for. Mobius is not convinced, but Loki says he sure Victor he sure Victor is a danger to the multiverse. And Loki is not wrong. In Marvel Comics, Victor Timely is a variant of Kang who travels back in time and disguises himself as a brilliant scientist and engineer. Victor Timely, Kang, uh, as Victor, Kang founds the city of Timely, Wisconsin, turning it into a beacon of development and framed science. This variant of Kang doesn't age, so he pretends to die and be replaced by his son, to remain hidden from the world. Victor uses Timely Town to hide Chronopolis, 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 the city from which King the Conqueror can access any point in the timeline and pursue his conquering endeavors. So the man on stage could be the same King that Scott Lang thinks he killed in the quantum realm. We'll know for sure once season two of Loki hits Disney. So he's not Ego Reigns. It's a better chance that he's actually King of Conqueror from Quantumania. Well, no, I thought that was just saying that. Oh, that's what it is in the yeah. comics. That's what it is. That's who he is in the comics. Well, no, well, no, then that, second, 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 when you read it, it sounded like it was saying that 
that's the he Loki says that's the the one they're looking for, right? Right, because he jumps time, and that yeah. was the whole he who remains time. You know, he's pretty timely, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it should be interesting. It starts next week. Yeah, next yeah. Thursday, October fucking fifth, I think. Uh, Ahsoka ends on Tuesday, and oh. Loki comes out on Thursday. Right. So, so yeah, October seventh, I believe that Thursday, October fifth, fifth. So yeah, so if you've made it, if you've made it through this podcast, because I think it's been a while. What are we? Hour and a half. Okay, so if you've made it through this podcast, Ahsoka comes out Tuesday, the third, I believe, and. Tuesday the third is Tuesday the third. Tuesday is the third. Okay. You missed. I don't what the Tuesday third at nine o'clock. And then um, Loki comes out on the fifth, nine o'clock on Thursday. So off. Nope, I see where I'm at. Yeah, we're correct. Yeah, and then um, so then on October seventh is emo night. So we are going to do a special um, next week. We're actually going to podcast on Friday night um, for a release next week, finishing up Ahsoka. That's what we're going to do. And then Saturday, we plan on doing a a podcast with um, Robert and um, who's leading music looking for music scene um to discuss emo night how it went and all that stuff so we are going to do two next week one to finish up with soka since we did the beginning middle and now we'll do the end and then we'll do one with robert to discuss how emo night um went the bands and all that fun stuff so emo night is here at bonus clients we got bands from three to eleven i believe there's vendors outside Tattoo artists, um, different artists doing crafty different things. And then Savini Comics is having a Magic the Gathering Commander tournament, which could be interesting. There are prizes. <laughs> there's a buy-in. There's a buy-in. There's prizes. Could be fun. Could be interesting. So we'll um, we'll see how that goes. So um, I think we're good. Are we good? I'm good. Everybody good? Okay. Hey, this is Nick. This is Brad. This is Levi. And this has been Pints and Pages, and we'll see you next week.
Fuse. 